Welcome back to In the Trenches podcast, the podcast by youth pastors for youth pastors. In today's episode, we have the one and only Solomon Joy, who runs all things creative for SoCal Youth Ministries. He's going to be giving us some insight in creative social media type spaces and how we can implement that into our youth ministries effectively. Just like Elliot said, this is In the Trenches episode 19, and we have the one and only Solomon Joy with us today. Solomon, how you doing? I'm very good. A little nervous to be on here because I'm not the biggest conversationalist. I'm just kind of a normal average sized guy. <laughs> but yet he always has something to say. It's true. This, I wanted to do the intro to this one because this is one of the podcasts I've been most excited for. We've been trying to get this guy on our podcast forever, but he's so busy. Legit since like episode five, we're like, we need to get Solomon on But here. I'm nervous for different reasons because when I get or anyone who's been <laughs> around me and Solomon in the same room at like a camp or convention knows that for us, it's one of the best things ever, but usually for everybody else, <laughs> it's one of the worst because we're cracking up over stupid yeah. jokes or noises. Just be or, ready for quippy one-liners. Yeah, fart joke. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All of it, uh, we're going to try to keep it in check. I say just let it go. Don't even try and keep it in check. If we let it Don't go, say that. We're done. <laughs> we have, we'll both be fired by the end of this podcast. You yeah. guys aren't paid by SoCal, so you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well. speaking of SoCal, Solomon, why don't you share with everyone that's listening, um, first off, who is Solomon Joy? What do you like to do on your free time? And then um, how many times have you had your name spelled wrong? Because if you follow Solomon on Instagram, it's like an ongoing series, I feel like, that he'll post about. And before working at Cornerstone, what did you do? Yeah, so um, I am the creative pastor at Cornerstone. Um, I work with Gary and... Uh, also I have a beautiful wife named Yanita Joy, who is, who is most of what I do in creative, uh, I can really give a lot of credit to Yanita on because she pushes me and, and also she's heavily involved in a lot of the process, um, creatively. And, uh, I also have a a little puppy. His name is Barney and... He's the, that was the puppy. That was the puppy. Uh, I brought him here today. Uh, no, he, I mean, he's the cutest puppy in the world. Um, my free time, uh, that's a hard question because I don't know uh, if I ever have free time. But any chance I do, I do have free time, I like to play basketball, golf. Um, I don't know. Hang out with friends. What, what else is there? I don't know. Watch TV. Watch TV. Uh, Watch I zone. Warzone. Warzone was really heavy during the COVID, pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, nowadays, it's kind of you know floated off, but uh, that's easy to do when you're not very good at the game. You just kind of stop playing. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, people have spelled my name wrong my entire life, and it's weird because people that like they recognize my name as being in the Bible or or even just other Christian people that I'm like, you for sure have read the Bible at some point in your life. Yeah. They will still spell my name wrong. And I'm like, uh, how Christian are you? Uh, first <laughs> of all, and second of all, learn how to spell. It's all O's. Um, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all O's Solomon. And then my middle name's Philip. I don't know how many, I don't know if you guys know that Philip Solomon, Philip joy. Yeah. Philip joy. Uh, Boyd. Yeah, yeah that was like, Instagram. yeah. Um, I thought it was a trick question. What is yours? I love, 
like Ulysses or something like that. <laughs> I love doing this game with students where like you guessed your middle name and I always say my middle name starts with a J and then we go on and my middle name is J. You know it's, never, no, it's, it's literally it's J, J-A-Y. J-A-Y. Oh, I thought you said uh, Jed. You know who, never, like, who never plays that game is Wyatt. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know why it's my middle name? I've heard of it before and it's very out there. I don't Starts remember. with a shy and ends with an Ann. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's Cheyenne. <laughs> I want to know what his, his like parents were Hers. thinking on that. <laughs> it's a family name. Is it a family uh, name? I don't think so. Oh, now I feel bad. Yeah. Oh, don't. I Anyways. Mean, it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. But there is a consistent... I, I try to post every time someone spells my name wrong at Starbucks or at a restaurant. Um, the worst one I think I've had, and it's kind of stuck as a nickname between people who were kind of around at the time. Um, it was at El Pollo Loco and I said Solomon very clearly to the, you know, the person, the cashier and they wrote S L E M <laughs> slim. slim. That's like not even close at all. So, uh, I so, like it though. Yeah. Slim is sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my MC name, you know, like when I go to rap. Slim Hammer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, and then. To answer the last question, before working at Cornerstone, I was a youth pastor for a few years. And even before that, um, ever since I could, I was in youth ministry as a youth leader. Um, Even right off the bat, like uh, at 12 years old, um, because I grew up in church. My dad was a pastor. uh, I immediately wanted to be part of the youth group and part of whatever I can be. So I started playing drums and whatever else just trying to get into worship and and so that's really about it i was in i was actually in riverside at a youth group called exchange gang and uh i loved the group because we we were very much about like uh relationship Mm -hmm. and not and like we did a lot of things uh creative but we did them because we had such a strong relationship with each other that it was more like just friends doing something cool together. Mm, and, and that was kind of the whole idea is that, you know, we're going to try these cool things um, and, and try to be creative as a youth ministry. Um, but we're going to do stuff that we like and that we're going to have fun hanging out together doing. So, yeah, yeah. I dope. know we're probably going to get into some of the questions and stuff, but that is one thing that I've always loved about the joys in general is we connected back when they were at exchange gang and uh, just a local youth ministry, um, very similar probably to a lot of the, the listeners. I think, some, you know what I'm saying, sometimes we, we get so caught up in numbers and resource and all that type of stuff. But what I loved is what they were doing there. It was, uh, I wanted to be there anytime that I could. And it was on a night of the week that I could go out a lot of the time. So me and some of my group, we'd be hanging out with them. And they were doing these really creative things. But again, Solomon kind of hit it. It wasn't out of, I think sometimes we, we step into creative space, um, like out of necessity or like, because we feel obligated to, um, and we're, we're just trying to fit what all these other cool quote unquote youth ministries are doing. Mm -hmm. But there was something that was so natural about what they were doing. And again, yeah, it was blending creativity and making funny YouTube videos and things and doing it well. Um, it was great promo, all that type of stuff, but using it 
as leverage for their relationships, which I think we'll probably get into more. But it's it's just cool how that that's always been the space that Solomon and Yanita have been in, just creativity and and fun and you know joy, huh? All ah. that. In the way they use that as we youth synced pastors, up, we they, synced up that awe ah, perfectly. Ah, yeah. And the way they used it, and the way they're using it now, I yeah. think it's pretty cool. Not to like take a turn for the worse on this one, but when you just said Riverside right now, me being I like listening to country music as pretty much everyone knows in the podcast by now. Uh, I was listening to a country uh, stereo or radio uh, on the okay. way in. <laughs> And uh, they were talking about Riverside, and I grew up in Riverside. That's where I, I used to live before moving to, I guess, Hicktown, Norco. Um, and I don't even live in Norco, but that's still besides the point. They were saying that there's a documentary on Netflix now about a murder in Riverside in like 2006, and it says oh. <laughs> only one murder in Riverside. <laughs> well, there's, there's a there's a lot more. I know, there's probably so many to choose from. Yeah, and so like when you said Riverside right now, my mind just went to like murder. And I was like, well, that's where I, that's where I grew up. So nice. yeah. So very uplifting. Thanks, I know. thanks for that. Charlie. You're welcome. All right, let's pray out the podcast. Um, no, but, uh, like we talked about, we are going to be talking about social media and just different tri- um, traits and tips to how to use social media and just really be in the creative realm for youth ministry. So Solomon, I want to ask this question right now. Um, as we talk about social media, what are some platforms that we believe every youth group um, should be on right now? Um, well, I mean, there's the obvious uh, Instagram. Uh, I would even say Facebook. There's like it's a good place to get to reach their parents because not a mm-hmm. lot of you know students are on there, um, but their parents will see the post, and and a lot of times their parents are the ride are their ride yeah. to the the thing, and they also want to know the information that's going on, um, and uh, YouTube is a big one, um, for me. I like, again, when I, when I was in, uh, Riverside as a youth pastor, one big thing I wanted to implement and we're, we're slowly doing here at Cornerstone, um, is our YouTube channel. And again, it wasn't like, it wasn't this thing of like, we want to do it just cause it's like, cool. Like, like, like every youth group is, is doing a, mm. a YouTube video or like, like only hopping on board on a train of something because we feel like we should. We did it because we wanted to like, again, express our, our creativity, but also just to like, we thought it was cool. Yeah, like yeah. we, we knew it'd be fun. And, um, just to even do sometimes like pointless videos that didn't really like, there wasn't like this, this heavy message of like, you know, um, anything really a lot of times about Jesus, yeah. but <laughs> we're building community and we're building friendship and, and, and like, like Elliot had said was, a like a, a, a way to build those relationships. One of our, our key leaders, uh, Kevin McCall. So shout out to Kevin McCall. He's a man, he's still faithful there in mm-hmm. Riverside. Um, and he, I, I remember it was like one of his first weeks coming out. He came out to, to kind of fill it out and be, maybe be a leader, um, he was fresh out of high school and we brought him on to do the spicy ramen challenge, uh, video. Um, and he later on, I didn't even know this, but he later on, um, I was running a camp thing, uh, a lab and was talking about our YouTube channel and why we do it and all this other stuff. And, and his, he shared in that group, um, that that was the moment he felt like he was part of the family mm. was just getting to be on this video eating spicy ramen, like, yeah. like, you know, choking on the ramen and, and how hot it was or whatever, you know, and like, 
it's so silly and so like almost pointless but that's what got him to be to feel like part yeah. of the community part of the family and that's something we always wanted to do with the youtube channel was to bring students in and not not just be like just the leaders on there because that's really yeah. easy to do um but to bring in students and have them feel like they're part of something um and not only with that because they're going to share it like mm-hmm. you know so that's going to help get the word out for your youth ministry but also the fact that they get to be part of something and be part of the family um another one that i feel like like people uh like youth youth you know, ministry workers are weary about would be TikTok, but yeah. I would 100% say be on TikTok. Um, a, a big thing to me is like, they're going to be on it anyways. The students are, um, why not have some place on there for there to be positive content, mm. um, for them to watch. And, and to me, like the more you're active on it and consistent on it, the more they will be seeing something positive um, versus like a lot of the other stuff that they could be seeing on TikTok. Um, So anything that, that like is out there that we can, we can put, you know, something positive or put Jesus out, you know, in in front of their eyes, like we should take advantage of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's funny because I think you amongst youth pastors, not teenagers, but amongst youth pastors, I think YouTube is the most underrated used of all mm-hmm. the, the kind of social media type yeah. things because it's not always seen as social media. But yeah. if you ask the, a normal teenage boy, especially, so what do you, what do you watch on TV right now? I don't really watch TV. I watch YouTube. Yep. You know, and they, yep. they are on it all the time. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, yeah, it's just easy. Even I'll go on YouTube and just watch these like, conspiracy theory video no i don't know whatever like there's just so much masters just like ink masters yeah yeah. there's just so much content on there and uh and again yeah it doesn't i think this is what i saw in solomon you need a in riverside and has just been consistent and it's something that i think as youth pastors we can learn is like leveraging creativity whatever that is whether you're like i just need to up our you should at least be if covid taught us anything it's that instagram should be more than just an announcement space like yeah. you, there's a way to engage people and make social media social and we even found that there are students who feel way more comfortable commenting <laughs> than they do talking in person and yeah. so like we should always keep that in mind and use that whether it's through youtube or instagram or tiktok like you know going into the areas that they're in and and not necessarily, I, I think we always thought like in Christian spaces, especially like as a pastor's kid growing up in church, like that Christian content had to be like explicitly Christian, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that being creative means that we can like leverage those platforms mm-hmm. and, and just be in that space and, you know, Christianity, like, like if you are a Christian, then what you're, you're producing should be Christian in a sense, you know? Yeah. And I think getting people to understand that like you know we're, we're not tricking students into faith and i think doing things like cool youtube challenge videos or even we were doing this during the um like lockdown we we're doing like vlog kind yeah. of things um and it's just it's things that they know and it, the vlog didn't have a bible study a lot of it was like dyeing our hair or delivering pizza or just yeah things like that but the students watch that from people they don't even know from from states they've never been in and then especially if you include them in it yeah. oh my goodness they're gonna be into it they're gonna be watching it and sharing it like and again it's just getting into spaces that they're in 
instead of just being we're we're edge youth and we'll see you every Tuesday night. And so we're yeah. a Tuesday night thing. I think like creativity and social media and all these other spaces allows us to kind of integrate into being more than a Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever you meet night thing, like just leaving it there. I mean, just, just like to add to that is a lot of times as youth pastors, we're like, how can we like, what kind of role can we give this student to like make them have, like help them have Mm -hmm. ownership over, you know, this, you know, their youth group and, and feel like they're a part of something and feel like they, you know, um, like how can we involve them and and a lot of times it's like oh we'll have them like put out the chairs or yeah. we'll have them you know change the slides during worship or whatever and like we'll give them these like you know little things but the, to me the youtube channel was that you know like I, i'm giving them it's something fun and something yeah. cool like that they could very easily do and they're they want to be a part of in the first place and so yeah that, that was just like that was like my tool and then there was also the the more practical stuff of like there's students that don't want to be in front of camera. Mm-hmm. So can you watch this camera? Make sure the battery doesn't die. You know, like yeah. something simple or like or that there, there would be the students that like they don't want to do anything like that. Those are the ones that I'm like, well, can I show you like how we like the chairs laid out? You know, like, yeah. So, you know, recognizing the 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 creativity and the drive in students is such a big part of all of that. Yeah. I want to um, kind of go back to the whole idea of YouTube really quick because there's a guy that I follow. His name is Brady Shear, and I think he's out of like Toronto, Canada or something like that. You've probably heard of him before. Um, and Nope. Um, yeah, not at all. <laughs> never mind. Um, but uh, we, I encourage you guys, if you're listening, like give him a follow because he has a lot of insight on Christian, um, like creative content and really what to post, what not to post, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, we, he did a study or he didn't do a study, but somebody did a study and he shared. And there was something that really stood out to me. This was before covid how youtube has become one of the biggest search engines in like in the world it's not just google anymore it's not just safari or whatever anybody uses the students will go to youtube to learn how to do something and i think it's so important to understand that and utilize that especially in youth ministry and that's what we've been talking about and um and the one thing i think that that's good that came out of covid on top of like what elliot said being instagram being a huge one but a lot of youth groups jumped on YouTube and started creating their own videos and their own services. But like you guys were saying, it's like when it comes to YouTube, our hope and my hope is that for our youth group, we don't just post our services on YouTube, but we post content that students would want to watch. I I remember walking in on Sunday morning and one of our students are sitting in the, the foyer that we have and she's sitting there and I'm like, oh, what are you watching? And she was like, oh, I'm watching your guys' video that you guys posted yesterday. And I was like, what the heck? Like, it was just so weird to see that. But she's like, yeah, I've watched it five times already. I'm like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Why are you watching it five right. times right now? And she's like, just really bored. Yeah, she doesn't go to our youth group anymore, but that's besides the point. Uh, maybe she just didn't like the videos. I would uh, say, too, <laughs> we're talking like about this stuff a lot. And especially in the context of like the listeners, wherever you're at, you know, implementing certain things for your group uh you know because i've like gone to conferences before and the person's like if you're not if your youth ministry is not on youtube or not yeah, on tiktok yeah. or not you know like then you're doing it wrong and it's like i think uh that's a stupid statement like mm-hmm. i think you can be missing an opportunity as we're saying um to utilize that creative space but sometimes it is just like knowing your area and knowing your students being like that's not for us or maybe it's just sort of uh because of resource or because of time you can really only invest so much 
into a certain thing like you're like yeah. i can't do all of them like i was yeah. you know our youth group doesn't have a tiktok i mm-hmm. like i'm on tiktok seeing what's happening what's going on and sometimes we'll use it um for certain posts but we just decided like it, it wasn't worth it for us to like and at least for this moment in time maybe as time goes on we're like you know what no you're right we need to start an edge youth tiktok page get students running it and things like that. But it's kind of like to each their own. I would say don't yeah. throw spaces out just because it's like, oh, it's TikTok, it's of the mm-hmm. devil. And it's like, come on, man. Uh, the There's like, if we just, if like not to over-spiritualize it, but yeah. to Solomon's point, if we just like, you know, relent so easily that like we let culture and on a deeper sense, like the enemy co-op these spaces and just be like, it's, it's all the devil. And it's like, yeah. he's like, cool. I got this. Like, yeah. instead of being like, no, 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 we are going to be actively in this and not of it. Right. Mm, in the world, on, not of the world. And I'm going to be a part of like making, and, and sometimes it isn't just this like explicitly like, yeah. you know, Jesus loves you before you see it. Like I think of Cornerstone just the other day, Solomon and Joey, the high school pastor here, made a stupid TikTok uh, that, like, in Joey's sunglasses, he wrote, like, Jesus loves you. You could see it on the screen. Is Just, that what it said? Yeah. I, Bro, I was so confused I watching that video. <laughs> no, no, no. So I didn't know either because it said just a reminder. Yeah. And I was like, what is the reminder? And they're like, look in <laughs> That the, we're wearing goofy glasses. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. thought it was. No, I was like, too. what's happening? <laughs> but it, anyways, I'm saying something as stupid as that can still have a positive, mm-hmm. you know, sort of message and subliminal tone, message subliminal message that we're slipping it the screen goes yeah. black and says go to the youth or whatever <laughs> but I'm, I, the point is when you hear this type of stuff it's supposed to be inspiring not not uh supposed to sort of like weigh you down and make you that's yeah. what i would always hate is like going to a conference or listening to a podcast and leaving feeling like i'm a bad youth pastor because yeah i don't have a youtube channel i'm not on tiktok i don't you know blah 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 the point is like utilize creativity and and especially if you're not the most creative person the best thing that i've ever done as far as creativity goes for edge youth i've not gotten any more compliments as far as our instagram and posting and like content goes Mm. until i had a different team take over i have uh, my sister daisy one of our leaders camille and some of these people who are just better at it than me and I'm, i'm giving input to it you know i'm still giving vision as the leader but there's so much free reign that they have as creatives. And, yeah. and that's the beauty of like, like even in the friendship I have with Solomon, there is like ideas that we have dreamed about of like having our own sort of YouTube channel because we have so many stupid, funny video. We think they're funny. And yeah. that really is all that matters is yeah. if we think it's funny. But we've that's talked it. about that. <laughs> and it's funny because like, I feel like Sometimes you might think I'm not a creative. I always thought that like, oh, I'm not a creative, but I am creative and and I have creative ideas, but I might not have the ability to make that happen. And some of that is learning. I've learned how to work with different programs and and make different graphics. And some of that is just getting around people who are better at it than you and, uh, and delegating. Yeah. Yeah. Even in whatever size youth ministry you have, I promise you there's somebody creative in there and a student or leader who is creative in that way would probably love to own the Instagram or would yeah. love to maybe try to start a YouTube channel. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And again, the point isn't to blow up and become uh, an influencer. Like the point isn't to have a million followers on your Instagram right. or to go viral on YouTube. The point is to make something for your group. And if yeah. more people see it and reach it and one of your things happens to get a hundred thousand views, that's awesome. Yeah. That isn't necessarily the goal. The goal is like, 
creating something for your community. Yeah. You know? And I think that's too, and you guys were even talking about, it, and there's something that just came to my mind when it was like, it doesn't always have to be about like Jesus, like, like this, like Jesus loves you. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it also, cause I feel like for such a long time, like Christians, especially within youth, I feel like we have this stereotype of like, Christians are weird or, or Christians mm-hmm. it's all about Jesus and it's like worshiping and praying 24 seven. But it's like when we put content out there, that's just like normal content. It also shows those Dude. students that are like, Hey, Christians are normal on that point. Me and Solomon have talked about this. <laughs> like as pastors, kids, like we'd be in those, those services in like Pentecostal churches or whatever. <laughs> and it's like a worship service. And yeah. I'm like in sixth grade or something. And the, my dad, the pastor is like, and they're singing like holy 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 you know whatever yeah. and then the pastor that's, that's is always justin like, bieber the pastor yeah that's true that's chance the rapper <laughs> oh, and then, you know in the worship service yeah when holy, they're like holy, when, holy, they're, when, they're, when they go and i got my peaches out in Georgia. no but uh, uh no but anyways you're in a worship service and they're like you're singing you're worshiping you're God. singing justin bieber and they say yeah. this is what heaven's gonna be like and then yeah. i would always be like this is gonna suck. <laughs> it yeah. sounds so lame. I have to be. I have to be at a boring. <laughs> we're gonna do this twenty-four. The streets are made of gold, and yeah. this is all we're going to do. <laughs> this is very oh, off-topic, man. but that is, it's that is a, a thought that I would. Speaking have. of the speaking of like those those church cliches that are said, yeah. that are like they have good heart behind. I've actually heard more recently um, other sides of creative. I mean, my whole life I've heard it, but like this, can we, can I just say this to all youth pastors? Can we stop the cliche of like, like throwing out, like, it's not about the lights and it's not about (laughs) the, it's not about the, the fog machine. The fog machine gets picked on more than anybody. (laughs) The poor poor fog fog, machine. The poor fog machine is just trying to help everything look better. (laughs) But like, man, it's, it's one of those cliches that like it, it's unnecessary to say first of all because you can there's other things to say uh, along those lines of saying like you know we don't have to we don't have to be like this big fancy church to worship god like that's cool that's that's fine to say but like man just picking on creative in that and it's so easy it's so easy to just tear down your creative team because department because yeah you're tearing down because you're saying like this their jobs in, like unimportant. It's like it, it's, yeah. it's pointless yeah, because yeah. It, like Jeez, you, you don't need it. But like and it and it's so easy to even mess up the cliche and in in confusing kids because then you're at your youth group and you you drop this line of like you know worships you know better or whatever when we don't have all this stuff mm. and then you go into you know real love and you turn on the fog machine and the lights are going you know like <laughs> yeah like you just like you're confusing students like yeah. let let your creative team like try things that are creative and don't like tear it down from stage because it just for a cliche to kind of it's a it's honestly like a filler cliche that I feel like it's youth true. pastors use yeah. of like you know I don't really know what else to say so I'm gonna say this here and like yeah. try to encourage senti- them to worship. The sentiment is good. Yeah, and, like I've been guilty of saying it. Like, and oh, I think yeah. the idea right. is that like what we're trying to say is the Holy Spirit can move in whatever space mm-hmm. right. that we're in, and and that is true. But 100%. it's such a good perspective from someone who's like literally. At the, the thing is like. This is what I love about this podcast is Solomon is a youth pastor. Like yeah. and he's never gonna not be a youth pastor in my mind. Like mm-hmm. he 
his role here is as a creative pastor, but he's in, involved in the youth team. Like there, and I think any youth pastors listening to this understand, like it's kind of once a youth pastor, always a youth pastor. That isn't to say anyone who has had the job of a youth pastor <laughs> is always a youth pastor. There yeah, are right. people who are youth pastors, and then there are people who get into youth ministry so that they can do something else, right? A stepping stone. But there, like Solomon is a youth pastor, and he understands this, but he has a different perspective than I do even as being so heavily involved and gifted in that creative zone. And yeah. like that is a ministry that he does. Like he's talking at the beginning of this whole thing of, you know, I don't really have free time. And sometimes people say that and you're like, okay, dude, but it's true, man. Yeah. Like there are so many times you could just stop by Cornerstone. Odds are he's going to be in the lab cooking something up, you know, whether it's a lyric video or a promo thing or yeah. the lights set. And that's the thing is, that's such a good point. I'm glad you made it because I don't think I've even thought about it. Of like, what type of verbiage are we using? Mm. Um, and that that doesn't even just go into creative spaces. But like, what cliches are we saying? And yeah. at like, what expense? You know, of yeah. saying like, because uh, that's someone's ministry. Like that. That's someone's. You know, that's someone's worship yeah, right there. Why, that that's you're why, tearing down. Yeah. Even right. being careful of being like, I I'm all about like the local church and everything like that. And I think I used to do that at the expense of bigger churches, yeah. right? Because I felt insecure, like that, that oh, it's not as real or it's not as authentic. Like I wanted yeah. to tear people down, these pastors with huge influence on social media. And I realized like, oh, we're all on the same team. And like, why would I hate them for being able to reach all mm -hmm. these kids in a different way that I am? Like, ultimately, that's the goal. You know, like we yeah. talk about elevation a lot. Charlie mm -hmm. and I, we follow them. And I used to be so insecure about what they were doing. It was just I wanted I wanted to nitpick it. And yeah. and now I'm like, bro, they they hit it every time. They're just killing it. And I'm mm -hmm. some of that I want to take and yeah. implement and some of it I can't because it's just like that's Out not who budget. we are. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. But but that's such a good point of like being careful not to use that phrase. And I'm gonna be way more aware of it because I definitely have done that. Like, we don't oh, need yeah. the lights this stupid fog machine and we're kicking it and like we hate the fog machine yeah. but we also love it and and the truth is that all that ministry that you do as a creative and any creatives goes to cultivate an environment it does the holy spirit doesn't need it yeah but right. it there's there's a reason that like we go to camp and convention and every single time we come back there's a few of our students who feel called to ministry who are yeah. baptized in the spirit who get healed or addictions are broken whatever you know like yeah. that happens and there's so many things that we could talk about yeah. why that's yeah. the case I mean, but a big part of it is what the creative team is doing even in those moments and it, it it isn't about the lights but in a way it is like there's yeah. something to that you know i mean for somebody it is yeah. and that's what like I, I don't think here here's like the the sum of it all like just because it's cool doesn't mean it's not god yeah, you know what i mean like true. like i think god can work in a cool space and that's why we use these platforms like uh tiktok is cool you know like youtube is cool yeah. instagram is cool like we can just look at those and be like, there's no way God can, can use those things. They're just like, you know, some simple, just kind of cool thing that like is trendy or whatever, but God 100% can move in and we've seen yeah. it firsthand. Um, so yeah, I mean, just because it's, I mean, quote me on that just because it's cool. doesn't mean it's, it's not God. Yeah. So I'm going to quote you on that. That's yeah. going to be the title of, um, this podcast, <laughs> but yeah. cool is going to be spelled but, like <laughs> K O O O. Yeah. Oh, oh, you hey. need a joy. You need a joy. Just walked into the room. <laughs> Come say hi. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can sit right there and, and use oh. that mic. We're talking about, uh, 
creative. Creative and being cool. He also gave you a huge shout out. <laughs> I did. And yes, he did. He, yeah, he fumbled <laughs> over it a bit, but then he, he got it yeah. A-OK. So can you say hi to everybody? Hello. Hello. I'm Yanita. I'm Yanita. Also, she's <laughs> never heard the joke before, so if you see her at like a uh, camp or convention, yeah. come up to her and say like, you need to take the trash out or you need she loves it yeah or if you call her yanira even better oh please do not call me that. <laughs> we will not be those are fighting words yeah, <laughs> yanira i think is the worst thing i don't even what's that from what? i have no idea what that's from yanira it's just how her name is spelled but you need to take the trash out oh her name is oh. yanita her name is yanita there it is yeah that took a while for me to get how about Remember like it. you need to milk the cow or something? That, <laughs> that, oh, that dude, that makes so is, yeah, much sense. I get it. Don't ask me to do that, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that took a while. Anyways, uh, so yeah, just because it's cool doesn't mean God's not part it's of it. It's super good. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, I really want. That's gonna be the title of this podcast. But um, we've. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> we we've gone a while. I want to share one more. Just one more question. Um. And it's coming back to the idea of social media. And I feel like we need to do another just a, another podcast on the sense of creative elements, even just within the service, because I think that's a, like a topic that I think we miss a lot of times because we're focused on so many other different things. But um, going back to social media, we, we talked about the idea of making sure like you don't have to be on every single social media platform. And I kind of want to bring this up in the idea of um, like, should we have how am I going to word this? I'm trying to think right here. The, um, Oh, content over quality, content over quality. So like, should we be on every social media? We already even talked about it, but like on every social media platform and our content be lowered or should we make sure that, Hey, we might not be on the, t- on, on the TikTok. <laughs> That's the oldest thing you've ever, the TikTok. <laughs> on TikTok, um, YouTube and everything like that with quality that is lowered. And with that being said, like, what are some f- like effective ways that we can use social media, whether it is content over quality or whether it's the po- different type of posting schedules, what should we post? How much to post? What should you not post? Um, just in that realm of social media, man. It was a loaded question. Yeah, it was a loaded question. But uh, I think, I mean, I'm for me personally, and I can only really speak for me personally, is I, I am equally, uh, and this isn't to like toot my own horn. This is just like the standard that I hold myself to. <laughs> uh, that was my horn. Um, it's the standard that I hold myself to is that I try to have equally part uh content and quality so Mm -hmm. i um and it's again it's different for me because right now i'm not a a full-time youth pastor or anything like that i'm I'm just a creative pastor so i can i have more time to work on these things but even as a youth pastor my goal was like i'm gonna try my best to put out the quality that i can reach in that uh space that i have um and be consistent in it so um, as far as like how often to post, uh, Elliot said it earlier, it not just being, uh, an announcement thing, um, but, uh, posting, um, you know, consistently in a, in a way to where you're, you're consistently showing, uh, up on a student's feed. Um, yeah. I, I would say personally, I'd say at least twice a week, yeah. um, 
uh, one big thing that was that's always big, and I feel like it gets the most uh, traffic, especially on Instagram, is uh, almost immediately or next day. I would say as quick as you can is to get a recap mm. of pictures or something from the service. Yeah, um, showing students, showing you know some of the worship or like a few of the other things, but that that post right after to me is is so key and like it's honestly it's always the one that gets the most likes yeah of anything that because it's all the students are in it yeah and and they're they're like they just got out of youth group so they're like i'm gonna check instagram you know like yeah they're sitting that whole service like i want to check my phone so bad and most of them are just on it anyways but (laughs) yeah i was like wait (laughs) wait." (laughs) yeah i'm talking about the you know the holy of holy kids that Mm -hmm. are in there that wait um but the but there's you know the the first thing they're doing after youth group most of the time is they're going to check Insta and, and stuff. So that post for me is really uh, key and important. Um, how much is too much? If your story, the bars at the top become dots, <laughs> that's too much. Yeah, uh, true. I do not want to sit there and, and flip through every single, like you're reposting every single student's post. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> uh, we have a friend that does that. So... <laughs> Do I need to name names? I don't know. Who you're talking <laughs> okay. About uh, well, hold on. Let me speak to that really quick yeah. because I the way I viewed that is like if one of our students because you were like oh you don't need well I don't know if you even meant that but like reposting yeah. every student's right. like tag or whatever like in my opinion I'm like if a student's gonna go out of their way to yeah. make sure they tag on their social media it's like yeah if they I, tag your no, youth I agree okay stuff, I, I agree. would definitely do that no he's saying like I'm the, saying there's like a level of uh <laughs> yeah. It, I just I do agree though too when it becomes that this is this is the way we think. This is also the way students think. Like if your story is just dots, yeah, you're going to lose people. Nobody's going to want to. You're going to swipe. That. You're not yeah. going to sit yeah. there and, and click. And through so them all. and so sometimes if your like context is you have a youth group of like 300 and all these kids are tagging on your story, maybe don't repost all of them. You know, like yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying maybe repost guests or like you just get uh more. I don't know intentional about it, and I would say to Solomon's point about all this stuff with social media, I think organization is key. That's what we have found in our group mm. and even meeting with my creative team. All they need to be set up for success is just kind of this idea of where where are we going this month? If you're, you know, we've restructured the way we do youth. So our, our Instagram is no longer our series, but sometimes mm. it's the series you're in, which is a nice thing to be able to post along with some other you know if you want just a simple practical thing do these things that a lot of youth ministries are doing right now which is like which you know taco bell versus del taco uh in and out versus burger king you know like these like food things where they comment uh don't feel like you're copying anybody we're all copying each other and it does work people engage they're commenting on it and uh as far as like resource goes and you want like um i don't know the ability you're you're not very good at this obviously like getting someone who's better but there is the youth paste youth paster youth pastor round table on facebook it's a group uh chris moore is a youth pastor in arizona he runs it and he does an amazing job but he also created this thing called the influencer program which uh, like I don't want to give it all away because I think there's like it's pretty cheap and affordable, but you can you can get the program. But I was talking to someone who went through it, and it's pretty genius. Like there's things like 
little tricks on how to engage people in your Instagram in a way that you didn't have before. Yeah. And like, I, again, I don't want to give away all the trade secrets, but it's things like going to your students and going to their tagged pictures. So their friends that are close enough with them to tag their pictures, following them on your youth Instagram page. And if they follow you back, which they probably will, cause it says followed by their close friend that they're tagging in pictures. You not only like get that follow from them or whatever, but have this like message that isn't so like automated. It's a little yeah. personal, just sort of like, Hey, you know, super cool that you followed us, blah, blah, blah. Like just little tricks like this that when I was hearing it, I'm like, dang, that's like so yeah. simple, but yeah. so genius. And uh, so if you're looking for that resource, Charlie can put it in the thing. Um, yeah. And I'm sure like Solomon knows even some like yeah. over or, you know, whatever those yeah, uh, yeah. editing apps are that you don't have to have like Adobe or and, Photoshop. Or and whatever. I can get into maybe it's for another podcast, but the whole like, uh, like someone else is doing it. Let's try it too. Mm-hmm. I can totally get into that. And again, maybe I'll save it, but like 100%, that's what we do as creatives is we kind of look at what someone else is doing and then we make it our own yeah. to fit mm-hmm. our exactly. youth group and to fit our group and to make sure it's fitting the culture that we want to build within yeah. our youth group, not just because some other youth group is doing it. But uh, the the other thing with uh, the questions is one of the questions is like, what should we not post? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that is important and it's one of the reasons why I said maybe not reposting every student's uh, mm-hmm. story is to make sure you screen what one, what's being said <laughs> by the student, yeah, that's um, good. but also what they're showing. Uh, because a lot of times it's easy to be like, Oh, they tagged us and you just yeah. repost. You don't even look at it. So that's one thing to just be mindful of um, and make sure that what they're posting is a good representation that you want yeah. other students and other teenagers to see. Um, and not just some like, you know, weird yeah. thing that, that doesn't, that misrepresents your youth group completely. So yeah. Dude, I, I did that once where we were, it was during like squad wars during like our summer like time. And one of our students tagged us and I didn't screen it. I didn't read it. And I was like, Oh dope. They tagged us and I like reposted it. And then I had a leader text me and like, dude, that, like that girl that tagged us has the F word on her mirror. And I'm like, Oh sick. Did not see that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Exactly. But yeah, no, this is good stuff that was shared in this. I do, we do need to have you back out. I mean, maybe in another twenty episodes, you'll you'll finally say yes again. <laughs> I mean, I'm down whenever. If you like Solomon on this episode, odds are you're gonna like next week's episode. <laughs> yes, but but guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode nineteen of In the Trenches podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions on anything said or want any of the resources that we talked about, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at SoCal Youth Pastors and DM us there. But other than that, we will catch you on the next podcast.